Welcome to the Six Figure Roadmap, brought to you by LVRG.it. Leverage it, saving you money on the tools, software, and courses you use to grow your business every single day. Now, here's your host, Cam Martinez. All right, what's going on, everyone? I am live here with Ian Dunlap. He is a master investor with one of the highest win percentages in the country, and he's the founder of Red Panda Academy. I'm going to talk to him today a lot about investing. I know that, with, especially with the crazy times that we're in right now, the knowledge that he has about how to get safe returns, whether the economy's booming or crashing, is super, super valuable to people. Um, I don't usually, this is going to be uploaded into the podcast as well. This is a, a unique thing that I wanted to do for you know whoever's following me on Facebook, um, just so you guys can tune in receive the same information that I'll be getting and uh, hopefully, you know, prepare for the economic downturn that's definitely coming. Um, but I will let the expert talk about that. So Ian, welcome to the show, my man. Thank you for having me. I'm no expert. I'm just a guy that made some mistakes and figured a couple things out and I'm happy to share because we are in a crazy, crazy, crazy time. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. So on that note, like what are you seeing behind the scenes with the economy right now? You're always posting content on, you know, green means up, red means down. <laughs> yeah. What does that truly mean to you and the people that, you know, listen to the advice that you give? So let's be very honest. Investing is very tricky and difficult to understand. So being a black kid that grew up in the inner city, I'm not the most likely candidate to know a ton about investing. So whenever I post content, I try to make it so understandable and so easy to digest that my son can understand it. So if you are looking on any day on CNBC or in Robinhood or TD Ameritrade, if you see that the, the chart is green, that means we have one up for that day or for that period. If it's red, which we've been seeing a lot of these last 35, 40 days, it means that the market is dropping. So I try to oversimplify it because the number one reason that people don't invest more because it's so complicated. And you know, this as a business owner, if we make things complicated for people, they'll often freeze and do nothing. So, Interesting. I know that one of the things that you, because I'm in your group, uh, Masters of Investing, that's what it's called, correct? Yes. I'm in that group and I see people always asking questions. There's people from like beginners and in investing all the way to people who've you know been learning from you for a long time one of the first things you always recommend that people do is prepare for the long term. Yes. How does one do that? What does that mean? What do you recommend? So before you get into any fancy stuff like options, futures, day trading, first thing first, you have to invest long term. So when I say long term, minimum of five years, ideally 30 years. Let's be very honest. In the Black and Latino community, we don't discuss investing a lot because we have been taken advantage of or we, the information was not shared with us. So there is a huge fear that comes with investing. But if you go back and look, so I'm older than you, I'm 37. Um, companies like Apple and Microsoft were dominant as kids when I was a kid, and they're still dominant now. So I tell people, I know you feel like you're never going to need the money in 20 years because we're not thinking that far ahead. I thought the same thing when I was 20, 25, 30. Now at 30, and anyone who's over 30, you realize this, once you get into your 30s, time speeds up, especially when you have a child. Put the money away for yourself so you can have a nice cushion. So the long-term horizon, you guys can write this down. 
that you need to focus on is 30 years and put the money um, into the market, hold it, let it sit there. Yes, it's going to go up. Yes, it's going to go down. But if you buy quality companies, overall, you should see 10 to 15 to 20% growth per year. And over a 30-year time horizon, you'll be okay. You have a nice nest egg there. So when you're saying invest for a minimum of 30 years, is that like, are you telling people to open a Roth IRA? Do they need like a money market fund? Is it, or is it strictly like straight into the market investing? A combination. So um, most people get started when they work with the 401k. That's good. If your company matches, great, even better, because that's free money. Roth IRA is good as well. So a lot of times we get conflicted what type of account we should use or what kind of brokerage. That's really not the thing that is most important. Really, it's number of shares and how much money we put into it each month. So the number one reason we don't have enough money to retire or pass down to kids um, when we get to retirement is because we didn't put enough money in. So I tell people all the time, the number one reason companies stressed for us to pay bills on time so it keeps their cash flow positive. There is no incentive for a company to tell you to invest in yourself first. But if you've lived long enough, especially during this pandemic, um, I've mentioned it the other day. I'm like, haven't you noticed that we've gotten more emails from CEOs of companies these last three weeks than the previous 10 years? That's because cash flow is hurting. So it's like, hey, I care about you, quote unquote. Let me email you. And it's really because sales aren't what they once were because people can't do anything. They can't travel. They can't fly. So pay yourself first, invest in the market first every single month, even if you have a little bit of money. Um, Start small with like $100 and you'll be fine. And as you see it work, you can start to build from there and only buy quality companies. That's what I try and stress. So I have no affiliation with Apple. I make no money if you buy Microsoft. I have no, no affiliation with Google or AMD or Amazon. Just buy quality hold them for years. And for those of you that have done that the last six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, you're happy. For the, if you're just getting started, I know it's scary, but invest for the long term and don't try to make a quick return or flip money. Mm-hmm. So quality companies over quantity, obviously. Yes. And we're already here. Like we're already seeing the downturn in the economy. What should people start doing right now in the short term to prepare for probably the long-term effect that this is going to have on us? Pick three companies that you want to invest in. See how they have done for the last 10 years. So you can go to CNBC or you can go to Yahoo Finance and do that with no with no problem. And I uh, said this to someone yesterday, Apple and Microsoft, even during this downturn, did not fall as much as other companies did. So... Right now, Apple has roughly $275 billion in liquid cash reserves that they can access immediately. Microsoft has like $180 billion. They started putting that money away two years ago. That was for a reason. You don't accidentally uh, stockpile $200 billion on accident. So the reserves are good. And most of the people, and it's funny because I'll tell people to invest in Apple and they'll be like, "I I don't agree with that. And I'm like, but you're telling me that while you're texting me from an iPhone. I'm like, so you're helping their cash flow and you're arguing with me on Instagram or Facebook from an iPhone. 
I'm like, you are part of the reason that their economy is good. So, and we, like you said, you rather have quality that costs a little bit more opposed to cheap stocks like penny stocks or companies that are, that are below 10 bucks that will never go back up to 200. Um, you want quality first because those companies are going to be around. I love it. I'm assuming most of the people that are listening to this right now, I see some, some people hopping on here. A lot of them are, you know, younger, they're my age. How, How do you, uh, I'm 24. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, listen, um, I don't mean to cut you off, pile money into the market. And listen, I get it. It's scary because we don't have these conversations enough. Entrepreneurs, especially don't have these conversations enough. You have an amazing business. If I can walk you right into Jeff Bezos's office right now and get you a grant for your business to help you scale, would you take the meeting? Yes. Absolutely. Then why not pile some of your money from your business into Amazon stock? Because let's be honest, Jeff is a better entrepreneur than you, myself, and everyone else listening, right? Yep. So if we tie some of our capital from the revenue that we're making into bigger businesses and better entrepreneurs, where the clients leave, customers leave, great. We'll be able to take full advantage and have some of those upside gains as well. Hmm. But it's never framed like that in a business book or in a seminar or masterminds because we're always thinking about the quickest return over like, you know, so in a marketing space, maybe a month, what the conversion is. And I'm like the quickest funnel hack for a lot of people is to tie your money to entrepreneurs that are better than us. I mean, we're communicating on Facebook. There are going to be some people that look and come in from Instagram who come here. We're buying a lot of our supplies from Amazon. I'm like, we already are using the products of some of the greatest entrepreneurs on earth. Let's tie our money in some of it, not all, maybe 10, 20% treated like a tax and put it into those businesses that are doing incredibly well. And we can have upside gain regardless of what happens in the economy. And leave that in for a long period of time or? Yes. Like, You're 20. Are you married? Nope. No kids? No kids. My brother, you, you, <laughs> listen, for us older people, us older folk, I'm 37. Trust me. And listen, I understand. I get it. It's scary. Cause when I was 24 and 25, I didn't listen either. And I had a friend that worked at JP Morgan during the crash. And he was like, put all your money into the market. And I was like, I'm not listening to that shit. Are you crazy? I'm like, it's complete devastation. People are getting laid off. He did it and got rich from it. And that's when I was like, oh my God, I should have listened. So um, that's why I've been on the soapbox trying to tell people. I'm just really sharing what I wish I knew as a kid. Because I did have a teacher in seventh grade, uh, Mr. Smolin, um, who told us about stocks. But this was back when like everything was in the newspaper. So... um. But I wished I would have listened then because like from 1994 to 2000, when I would have graduated college, that time span, if I would have invested into IBM or had my parents like do it, um, I would have got three, 400%. So I think we just need to have these conversations a lot more before we get into crisis mode, especially amongst entrepreneurs, because everything is great when customers are buying and clients are buying. But now we're seeing in a lot of businesses that customers are retracting and saving their money and canceling subscriptions at a higher rate. Luckily for you, they're not. But for a lot of businesses, people are tapering back. Um, and I think we just need to more have these conversations more openly about what to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, that's why I wanted to bring you on and share this with everybody because there, it may seem like the economy is like terrible and you can't get a return and everything's mm-hmm. falling. But then on the other spectrum, everybody's an expert in this, right? And I know that one of the things yeah. that you, <laughs> you can rant about that if you want after yeah. this question. One of the things you say, at least I saw you say, is we're talking specifically investing into the market with mm-hmm. big companies like the ones you were mentioning. You were shitting on Forex, or not Forex, you were shitting on cryptocurrencies yeah. and all these other things that people are hyping up right now when they're not looking at the bigger picture like you are and they don't have the experience that you have and they're not talking about the truth like you. Will you elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, so I come from a perspective of like, I long-term invest, so this is my blueprint. So you guys should do the same thing. And it's not that I invented it. It's no different than what Goldman Sachs does. Goldman Sachs goes long-term first and they short-term invest. So they day trade, they swing trade. Buffett does as well. Par Tudor Jones, all of the big boys do this. So it's not an either or. So I'll tell people like, if you can only invest one way, it's kind of like playing basketball, but you can only dribble with one hand. So when crypto came around, everyone jumped on that train because it was supposed to go to 100,000. And I'm like, most people can't read charts or see what the price is. So it's not that I hate any particular asset class, but if it's like Ford has been falling for years. I mean, I'm talking decades and decades and decades. And people are still saying, hey, well, is Ford a good stock because it's low? I'm like, Ford's high was back in 2000 or 1999 at 38 bucks. Ford is currently sitting at $4.91 right now in real time. It's not a good stock. So if if the highest that your sales were was 20 years ago, is that a good company? No. So I don't want people to get on these hype trains and get killed. And the th- thing that sucks, a lot of people hyped up these products like Bitcoin, like crypto, and when I start calling, hey, we're at the highs, it's no longer good. People are like, no, it's not true because we all feel like we missed out. And anytime you come across something that's too good to be true or grows too fast, it's usually going to fall. Like at one point, crypto, the value of crypto or Bitcoin was higher than that of Apple. But if you ask people five years ago, if they knew what Bitcoin was, they would look at you like you were crazy. So there are some easy correlations there. And then I, and I get the emotions of it. And I don't believe in people being financial experts or investing experts. Um, you either have gains or losses, you have money or you don't. And all of us that have been invested for a long time, we all have gotten our ass kicked. There is no trader or investor that has a 100% win ratio unless you just take one trade. So it's not about the theory because the number one reason that people don't take the action is not the the knowledge or tips that we need. It's like a behavioral thing, especially in black and brown communities. Like we will make things incredibly popular, but won't monetize them and and have no upside in the gains of it. So it's, it's 80% behavior and then 20% knowledge. Everyone knows that Apple and Microsoft is a great company. And then I talk to people five months later, 10 months later, two years later, and they still have not invested. All, all personal finance is behavioral and, and, and a, dis, a practice of discipline. That's all. So in a, 
kind of short explanation, at least for, you know, the sake of, of time, because I'm sure that you can go as in depth as you wanted on what I'm about to ask. But with the companies that you're talking about, mm-hmm. we're seeing like Zoom, for example, I was looking at, I mean, their stock has gone up like crazy in the last like six months. Yeah. How do you read when that's going to happen? How do you know when that's going to happen? Other than, I mean, you can look at trends, but I, I would like reading charts. You said that most people don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. How, how do you go about making a smart investment if I'm following your advice? Oh man, I wish we could have like do maybe another day we can do like a short 10 minute, like free training with like, and I mean, absolutely free, no pitch on the back end. Um, to show people how to do it. But the easiest way is go to Yahoo Finance. The number one time frame that you guys have to look at, you can write this down, start with the five-year month. Now, Zoom is one up a lot. Zoom is overpriced, however. And I said this Sunday night. So Zoom is probably going to drop back to about 80 bucks. If it gets to 80, it's a good buy at that area. But when a stock gets to an all-time high, that's not the time to buy it. So in very easy strategy. And I know people beat me up over it all the time, but the max that you want to have in a portfolio at one time really is like four to five stocks. Because if you have 25 stocks, you basically made your own mutual fund. You don't need that many. Just think of it as like a basketball team. I want five all-star players that are absolutely amazing. And then of course, you're going to have bumps in the road, but the easiest way to read it is go to Yahoo Finance and just click on the five-year month chart or the max chart and see if it's going up. And you want a company company stock to look like what you want your revenue to be. You want it to be up and going to the right and not sliding down, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Guys, if you have any questions about this, and for those of you listening to the podcast version of this, unfortunately, you won't be able to listen to this live. And I'm sure you're going to have a lot of questions. So please message me on Facebook or email me anything you want me to ask. Um, And I would absolutely love to do a free 10-minute training with you on how to read Yahoo Finance and stuff. It's not that hard. And people always ask what brokerage should they use. So Vanguard is amazing. I have no affiliation with any of these companies I'm going to mention. Vanguard is great because the fees are the lowest. Robinhood is great if you're a beginner. If you know how to send a text message, Robinhood is easy for you to use. Uh, TD Ameritrade is an option. M1 Finance, Char Schwab is, is an option as well. Like all the brokers pretty much are offering the same kind of service because Robinhood, when they introduced um, commission-free trading, every other company adjusted. So broker from a brokerage standpoint, Um, that doesn't matter as much anymore if you're investing long-term. Beautiful. What other information would you recommend people digest other than this video, hopefully, and joining your group because you're always putting awesome stuff in there, but what books should they read? What magazines? What online articles are we paying attention to? What, What is the truth? I'll give you probably my favorite four books on investing. So number one is Money, Master the Game. Um, The author is Tony Robbins, but it's not Tony Robbins' strategy. So what he did, he interviewed the top 15 or 20 investors and got insights from them. That book has made me more money than any other book that I've ever read. And I have three, 400 books. I have no affiliation with 
Tony or anybody in the book. So that book, I was it's thick. It's a thick book, but I would say read um, maybe you'll say 10 pages a day and you'll be able to get through the book pretty quickly. Or you can go to YouTube and just Google the synopsis, uh, uh, type in Money Master the Game and it'll give you a summary. And you can go through it in 20 minutes and you'll be fine. Uh, the second book I love is called Market Wizards by Jack Schwager. Um, it's the same style kind of book where the, he interviews the top people um, in investing and trading. And then the third book that I like from a personal finance standpoint is Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover book. Um, so that kind of like set the foundation for to make it be cool to be debt free. Um, and a lot of the lessons like that Dave Ramsey gives are just common sense. So not to have credit card debt, pay your bills down, try and keep your balances to, to nothing. But it gives a structured plan on how to do so. So those three are the one that, that I recommend the most. Beautiful guys. Here's a uh, money master of the game by Tony Robbins. I have taken a ton of notes on this thing. Uh, yes. It is a page turner. <laughs> if you are serious yeah. about business and returns and even how I do some things in business, there are a lot of great insights in that book. And it's no theory. Like the guys in that book, like Paul Tudor Jones is worth, I think 5.1 billion. One of the greatest futures traders there that ever lived. Kyle Bass is in that book. I think he's worth $3 billion. Buffett has a section called Icon, Ray Dalio. I mean, and out of all the years I've been recommending the book, I only have had one person tell me that they didn't like it, and that was literally one person today. The complaint was it was too thick. So I was like, okay, I, I mean, I get that. It is, it is, you know, you can stop a car with that book. So, But the gyms are, are amazing. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful, beautiful. I have a few more questions for you. Um, the first one is here from um, one of the viewers. They said, how do you determine the on-sale price of a stock? Um, if you go to, so I'll walk you through real time. So if you go to Google and type in Yahoo Finance, and then, I mean, of course, if you do it through a platform, it's different. And you just click on Yahoo Finance. And let's say you type in, so at the top of the box, you can type in the ticker. So let's AAPL. That's Apple's code or ticker. It'll tell you in real time what the price is. So Apple right now is at $266.27. So you guys can go to Yahoo Finance, type in AAPL, and then the price will move in real time. And you'll be able to see it. But click on that five-year graph, and that will tell you what the trajectory of the company has been. Whenever you look at a company, you want to go to the five-year first, to see if it's up. So if you look at Apple, it's green and up. If you type in F for Ford, you can look at the five years and see that the last five years has not been so kind. It's down in red. Super simple. Super easy. I love it. Second one, this is um, something that I want clarity on too. And I know that it would benefit a lot of people. There's, again, mixed information around when and how you should invest. Mm -hmm. From your experience and what you tell your students, should you invest even if you have debt, credit card, student, car, mortgage? Yeah, this is a tricky one. So I get, so from a theoretical standpoint, I get to pay off your debt first and then begin to invest. I can only speak from my experience. 
of being an African-American male and having African-American friends and Latino friends. It takes us longer to get out of debt. So if it, let's say you have $28,000 in debt. So let's say car, credit card, personal loan, some student loan. For most of us, it's going to take 10 to 12 years before we pay it off. And guess what happens when you pay off a lot of your debt? Another emergency happens. So I literally know people who have been waiting since the last crash of 2008 to invest. And either they got hurt, they got injured, they got laid off, they had kids. And something happens where you end up getting into more debt. So I would say pay off your debt while investing at the same time. If you don't believe me, go ask any other business person what they are doing. I am pro being debt free, but if you delay investing in quality companies, it's going to cost you a ton of money on the bank. And this isn't like some ploy to get you to come sign up with me and invest with me and become a client. And all. I'm just here to help in like this time of crisis. So um, that's probably one of the few things I disagree strongly with Dave Ramsey about, but invest and pay off debt at the same time. Awesome. Thank you for your clarification and take on that. You're welcome. I'm curious what you are doing in this time. You personally, I know you have a kid. I know mm -hmm. that you have a business. Yes. You're also investing. I don't think you have any debt or else you wouldn't be preaching that. No, I only have like $312 on a credit card. Yeah, I just saw that on your story, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing to prepare for what's going to happen in the next few years? Um, I was actually at a conference three years ago, maybe almost, maybe almost four years ago. And it shocked the hell out of me when I heard it, but he then showed me his bank account and to prove what he was saying, he said, your goal as a business owner is to have 60 months of reserves. And I was like six, he was like 60, 60, five years. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how is that even possible? So he was like, you have to sacrifice. So I was like, ah, uh, because I, I was making a face like, I don't want to hear that. He literally logged into his Chase account and showed me that he has 60 months worth of reserves. And I was like, okay, I'll shut up and listen to what you're saying. So what I'm doing in the business, what I've been doing the last few years, I'm trying to save 80% of the money minimum out of the business. Um, I'm investing every single month. And I've uh, also like a lot of money that I will make out of the market, I'm not spending it. So I had a conversation with a family member when he came here for Christmas because one, one of my neighbors has a Panamera and he was like, why don't you get a Porsche? And Because your neighbor has one. I'm like, mm, I'm on this plan because saving and paying down debt isn't sexy because you can't show off that you're not in debt. So there's like no plaque that I can get from like Russell Brunson like a, a no debt award, right? Like, like a, a zero debt award. I, I wish there was, but there isn't. There's no flashy item or watch that you get for being out of debt. But when this happened, I called him and I was like, you know how fucking mad I would have been if I would have bought a Porsche because you wanted me to and then we start going through this crisis? So as entrepreneurs, as many systems as we have in place, we all know a downturn like this can wipe out a lot of businesses. So I'm putting money away. And even though I know what to do, I'm still afraid too. Because I started calling when I'm like, if we break 2,600 on, on the S&P 500, we're going to go into a recession. Everyone's like, you're crazy. And then Bank of America was like, we're in recession. Because we've never seen this before. 
I think maybe the last time we had a pandemic like this was maybe the Spanish flu. That was with the 1400s. I've never known a time where like the American economy was just like shut down. So putting a lot of money away, um, saving like crazy. And then as an entrepreneur, we have to be disciplined and we still have to reinvest into our business. Like a lot of entrepreneurs are having to put more money into marketing. It's going to pay off uh, more into content. So I'm probably quadrupling down on the amount of content that I'm doing um, to help people. And then if some people, you know, become a client as a result or join a program, great, but that's not my primary aim, but it's just old school discipline to put majority of the money away and not spend it on dumb shit. Mm. And that, that goes for non-business owners too. Yes. Do you, is it still, do you still recommend 60 months for non-business owners or is it still like the 12? Uh, for, for, for non-business owners, I'll recommend a hard 12. Cause I'll tell you the truth. Like if you get laid off and get furloughed, it may take you eight months to get a job. And I, and listen, I used to hear this advice too, when I would like listen to Susie Orman and stuff back in the day. And I'm like, don't need it. And then I hit a hardship myself, man. I burned through those six months of reserves so fast. Cause let's be honest, when you're laid off, you're not going to sit at home and do absolutely nothing. So you have a set amount of money to pay bills. And at some point your friend is going to be like, Hey, we should go out. You haven't been out of the house. And you're like, Hey, I deserve it. Or you want to pick yourself up. Right. So we end up going to the movies, going out, et cetera. Um, So you need a little bit more than six months because those six months, I mean, we're in April now and it feels like it's November already. So imagine for the people that have been laid off since Christmas or that are seasonal workers that hoped in the spring they would get a job. And now this happens. It's tough. So 12 is a good, is a good amount to strive for. Love it, man. Love it. Thank you for, for coming on here and, you know, providing all this wisdom, all this information. Um, You're one of the few people that I know just from, other people, right? Referrals, yeah. recommendations, or super shout out to Schloss. I appreciate you. Yeah, Schloss, yeah. the boss. Hopefully, yeah. he'll listen to this and, and say what's up. Uh, but thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom. And I, I want to give you a chance to tell people what you've created. I'm in your your free group. I plan on becoming a part of one of your programs. Um, but go ahead and, and just share what you've created, what you have available for people. Yeah. And I told you before we hopped on, like I didn't come on here to, to pitch. I mean, I have a free investing group. You guys can follow that group. It's called masters of investing. 99% of the information that I have, I give away for free uh, on Instagram at uh, my tag is uh, the master investor. Most of the stuff I'm just giving away for free. Um, So if you want to join me in the Facebook group or on social or have questions, send them to me. If you ask me a question about investing, if a stock is good or not, I'll tell you if it's good or not without charging you or without trying to upsell you. So don't worry if you send me a message on Facebook. There's no like 42-part funnel. I'm going to put you in. I'm going to just be like, yes, Apple, AMD is good, 4GE is not. Because I want to give first. And I think from your experiences you have with me leading up to this, I think you can vouch uh, for that as well. So Yeah, 100%. 100%. The, the amount of free information you give away is astounding. And I know that that's a, a, a big tip too for, for business owners. Do what he's doing, yeah, what I mean, I'm doing right listen, now. <laughs> you have to give some stuff away for free, not only to build goodwill, but like it's a, you have to build a trust part first. I mean, I don't want to take up a bunch of time, but for the business owners, like you have to like probably quintuple down on content 
And I had the same fear. Like, what if I give away my best stuff and then no one comes? Truth be told, if they don't want to buy from you, they're not going to buy anyway. Um, I even went through my material being stolen. And then I had a couple of people be like, hey, have you never downloaded a movie or a song illegally before? It's a part of it. This is that that is going to happen. But if you give more and going back to like the old school, like Frank Kern results in advance thing, if you get people results in advance, they're going to come back and say, hey, give me some more of that stuff that helped me before. So <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a mindset thing that we all have to overcome. Um, but give first to help first and then the people will find you. So I appreciate you for having me on. And I hope, you know, for those of you who are listening, um, I hope it was helpful. And I'm not an expert. I, I made a lot of mistakes. I had a horrible credit score 12 years ago. Like my credit score was like 503, had 20 something thousand dollars worth of debt. Like, so I've been on, don't think that I'm just some bougie, arrogant person. I've been on the other side. Like even growing up as a kid, there were times where we were like broke, broke, broke. Like lights were cut off in the winter for months, broke. So I get it. Whatever phase of life you've been in, I've been on both sides of the fence. So that's why it's my mission to share a lot of this information for free. Hello, man. Thank you so much again, guys. If you have any questions, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're watching this on YouTube, whatever, you're watching this live on Facebook right now, uh, feel free to write in, ask questions, comment on this video. Um, Ian's on here. He'll be able to see this once he hops off. So just tag him, ask him any questions you have. I'm sure that he'd be happy, but to make it easier on him, just go join his free group, Masters of Investing. I'm in there. You can say what's up. Um, a lot of people that I respect are in there. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't bring on just anybody onto my timeline to, to share information like this, but I, I trust what he's saying. I respect what he has done for himself, what he has done for others. I've seen it happen time and time again, even in the short time I've known him. Uh, so go back, listen to the beginning of this episode, this video, uh, this podcast, if you miss some of it. But Ian, again, thank you so much for being on here, man. Thank you so much. You stay safe out there. And then uh, no Garden of the Gods activities for you <laughs> <laughs> while this corona it, pandemic is going on. Uh, no, it's it's killing me inside, man. I want to go outside and just ride my bike and hang How's out with the everybody. It's beautiful. Like it's, it's oh, as beautiful as it's been in forever. Uh, yeah, Colorado's beautiful. But man, <laughs> please, do you have masks? Yeah, yeah, we have masks and gloves. Okay. I have to, I have to get on my girlfriend. She, she doesn't want to wear the mask as much as uh, everybody's saying, yeah, Denver's I want getting, everyone to be safe. Yeah. Denver's getting back and entrepreneurs. I'll end with this. If you can find masks or buy masks and donate them to hospitals, please do. Cause I'm hearing some horror stories about nurses having to reuse surgical masks and wash them. I'm like, surgical masks aren't thick enough to wash and reuse. So for those of you that are a little bit more well-to-do, please buy some and then do donate them or buy them and then donate them to your community so we can help stop some of the spread. But yeah, I know this time of year, Denver's beautiful, but please stay in. You can go, yeah, uh, yeah. You can go frolic at another time. <laughs> I'll just go out <laughs> on my patio and just soak up the sun a little bit. Yeah, that'd be good. So cool, man. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. For Thank you. I appreciate and send me that link so I can sign up because what you have is amazing. Um, I know they know about your business, but tell them real quick because the deal you told me about Zoom, <laughs> can you say that publicly or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell them about that deal on Zoom because I know some people that, you know, that follow me are looking. Do you have an amazing company with some amazing deals? And I need the link as soon as we get off so we can sign up.
Yeah, I appreciate that. Real quick, guys, I had no intention of talking about my business at all, but uh, what I do day to day, I have a membership called Leverage. You can see the logo right here. Um, we're all about getting deals and discounts on software like Zoom, Active Campaign, um, Unbounce, like all the tools that you could possibly use in your business to start an online business or grow your online business. Um, the Zoom deal he's talking about, we offer Zoom for $30 a month. It's a thousand uh, webinar attendees, 500 person meeting unlimited cloud storage, live streaming like this. You can put your branding on it. Um, a lot of cool, cool deals that we have. And, you know, we, we're only getting requests every single day from everybody on things that they want. So, um, and the, the um, other cool part, and I know that you'll appreciate this, Ian, every time someone purchases our membership for 97 a year, we donate a percentage of that to our nonprofit, Feed a Billion. Um, it's a cool. nonprofit we partnered with and they deliver food to, uh, countries like India, Africa. Uh, we know the founder, so we know that our money's going to a good place. But um, so if you're looking to give back and you don't need any of the deals that we have in there, that's a good way to do it. So. And what's the website? Um, it is lvrg.it. Dot .it. I'm going right now. And I don't have an affiliate deal for this for those of you watching. So I'm just really going to sign up because that's <laughs> an, I'm paying like 120 or 110 for Zoom as is. So that's yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a beautiful deal. Um, we have established a really good relationship with them too. So Perfect. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Cheers. Have a good one. You too. You've been listening to the six figure roadmap. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review to learn more about our membership. Visit us online at www.lvrg.it. 